live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio redefined. With Kenny Sargent, Beijing Doctor Douchebag, Crash Gladys, Getting crashed position, and Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the freaks. Coming off free. You know, they were showing those heart monitors today on those NASCAR Cup drivers. Thank God you weren't seeing my heart monitor about three minutes ago. Oh, my goodness, Freak Nation. It's going I can to be a- feel it in the room. <laughs> yeah, it was. He just didn't want to be in the room when the crash was doing everything she could. It just kind of sink into the corner over there. Your heart was pounding out of your chest. It was oh, vibrating the room. Goodness. At Holy a very smokes. fast pace. And, and thank goodness I cut the audio back to Statman. Again, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the three of us. We're here. And we're on the Freak Radio Network right now. We made it. I cut the audio back to Statman because Statman would have learned uh, some new four-letter words that weren't even invented yet uh, at this point. Statman, welcome to the show, buddy. Once one station, one mic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's it, man. Uh, man, so much going on, Freak Nation. Our guest tonight, Austin Dillon from your NASCAR Cup Series, will be here. Christian Craig will be joining us here on the Freak Nation Supercross 250 West points leader. Mm-hmm. He'll be joining us. And Todd LaDuke, monster truck badass. He's driving Blue Thunder. At one time drove uh, Metal Militia, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. A Formula One went, race went off despite bombing. And my voice cracked, I guess, because it was supposed to. Bombing. You... <laughs> Because that's the world we live in right now. Nothing makes sense anymore. We're in a crazy, crazy world, and even motorsports is involved. It's just, yeah, your voice cracked because you're even just dumbfounded. And Statman, with us, uh, Crasher and I, we're in different rooms watching the the cup race. And, of course, every damn TV she's on, it's always 15 seconds before me. (laughs) So that last lap between A.J. Allmendinger, uh, Chase Briscoe and uh, Bowman. Ross Chastain. Uh, Ross, Chase Chastain yeah, Ross Chastain and Bowman. It's like, why am I even watching this? I'm here crashing. Oh, AJ. Oh. And then you're texting me. It's like, my God, is this a race day or what, Stat? Two laps. The last two laps were the most exciting I've ever seen in NASCAR, period. Since <laughs> since the fight on the backstretch in 1978. I haven't Ooh. seen I haven't seen anything even remotely close. And the one of the great lines in Speed Freaks history where Bobby Allison told me that Kelly yeah. Yarborough kept taking his fist, taking his face and hitting Bobby Allison's fist with it. He couldn't understand why he kept doing that. holy smokes freak nation you're comparing today's overtime finish to 1978 and that crazy fight in daytona what that's that's saying something. That's well, I'm, I'm saying it's the most exciting I've seen since then. I, yeah, I, I won't say that's it's what I'm saying. It's, it's huge that you're that you're making that comparison because so many people reference that as they were snowed in at home throughout most of the country yep. as to that their point where they really grabbed onto NASCAR and became a fan. So that's kind of where you're relaying this. Like anybody who was watching on the periphery right there. Boom. 
you've become arguably a new fan. It's right. certainly the most exciting competition where three guys go into the last lap and watch the lead change once in between all three of them. And, uh, you know, somebody comes out ahead and wins the thing because he wanted to. It was an incredible finish. Freak Nation, hopefully you're watching us on YouTube. If not, you're listening on the Freak Radio Network. Thank you guys for hanging out again. Austin Dillon will be here on the Freak Nation. And, of course, Todd LaDuke, Monster Truck Badass. And no, 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 no. You have to say it like you did the first time. Monster Truck Badass. There you go. There you go. Uh, Christian Craig, Supercross Points Leader in your 250 West category, will also be here in the Freak Nation. Your Statman Scat also dives into what transpired earlier today, but tonight, or however you refer to it, a, a night race in Saudi Arabia as bombs. Mm. Uh, were there multiple bombs, Statman, or just one bomb? I think it was only one bomb. Uh, I don't. It was one attack, put it that way. There might have been yeah. several bombs at the oil depot, but it was one attack on Friday night. And Friday night into Saturday morning, uh, it was some question whether or not there'd be a race. Right. And then yet another question, and I'll get into this in news and notes, but yet another question when Mick Schumacher had such a violent crash, Mm -hmm. fortunately, as he got a little bit too much air underneath his car, he hit sideways into the wall and he is okay. but that could have been a heck of a lot worse. And there's still many, many questions. I think a lot of drivers have questions about why they are racing at some of these speeds at this very track in Saudi Arabia. All right, coming up in moments, your stat man, Scad, also Crash Gladys, pit news and notes, and we'll hear from Austin Dillon uh, here in the Freak Nation. But more, definitely talk about that Austin Coda race in Formula One. Where the hell is Mr. Hamilton? It's all coming up. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. Ah, Freak Nation. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Coming up, Austin Dillon from NASCAR Cup Series. Todd LaDuke, Monster Truck truck Badass. Christian Craig, Supercross star, will be joining us here on the Freak Nation. Formula One, NASCAR in Austin. Holy smokes. But first, your crash flat is pit news and notes. Brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to GeneralTire.com to learn more on how you can get up to 70 bucks back when you buy Four qualifying passenger car tires. Almost said passenger truck. Car tires. Okay. That there, there does need to be tires. that distinction. Four yes. qualifying passenger tires. Up to 70 bucks back with a piece of prepaid card. For more information, either go to speedfreaks.tv or generaltire.com. Crasher? All right. Here we are one quarter into the year of 2022. And NASCAR is the series where we're talking parody. What? Six races, six different winners. What, three, maybe four first-time winners? It's just, boo. Like I tweeted, I love this new car in NASCAR. Thank you, NASCAR. You're giving race fans what they want. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's start with NASCAR. Racing at Coda in Austin, a track mostly built for Formula One and motorcycles. But NASCAR bringing all the glory this particular weekend with three of their top series turning left and right. First up was the Truck Series, setting the stage with a double overtime finish that saw Zane Smith in the lead Every time it really mattered, he won stage one, won stage two, and ultimately the entire race, even though he only led 11 laps total. 
again, when it mattered. Kyle Bush was in P1 in the final restart, but it became a three-wide cluster between Bush, Stuart Friesen, and Alex Bowman. Yep, you saw him again today, which Zane Smith took full advantage of. The Xfinity Series was next. AJ Allmendinger basically took the rest of the field to school as he led early, led late, ended up more than two seconds over Austin Hill for the win. AJ Allmendinger showed brute force come Sunday since he had to race from the back to the front, and that in the front is where he stayed most of the final third of the race, battling for that lead. His battle was strongest with Ross Chastain, who had every move just calculated just a little bit more than everybody else as Ross took his first win of the season. And, of course, appropriately so, smashing a watermelon as, you know, watermelon farming is in his family. Trans Am raced at Atlanta. A bit of a different story as Chris Dyson just dominated the field flag to flag. But let's not forget he was coming off a crash last weekend in Charlotte. Tommy Dreesy, who went through some mechanical issues mid-race, leading to smoke in his cockpit, fought through that, kept things at bay, and his Lucas Oil ride to maintain second. Ken Thwaites was third. Racer.com, SupercrossLive.com for all the other results on the weekend, baby. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a piece of prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high-performance bad boys you see in the ARCA series. Passenger tires, you follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And, of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Have you heard about Lucas Brake Parts Cleaner? Lucas Brake Parts Cleaner is made of the highest quality components, giving you superior performance and leaving no residue. How do you apply this? You apply Lucas Brake Parts Cleaner liberally to the parts that need to be cleaned. You'll eliminate brake fluid, grease, dust, and dirt components. We know a little bit about that here in the desert, I'd say. And basically what that does is that makes you a happy driver because now your brake noise is gone and your performance has gone up. Boom. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with a NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. 
Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Can't say enough, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com to check out the line of products to keep your ride on the road, Freak Nation. That's lucasoil.com. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, they got it. You go to lucasoil.com or check out your favorite auto parts store today for a great line of Lucas Oil products. So Statman was talking about the Austin race there to Coda. Formula One was uh, still was still trending by the time we kicked up. There was still <laughs> something in, in the top 20 trends on Twitter regarding Formula One and that race. And it wasn't necessarily the racing. It was just, again, the activity going on before the Formula One race. And then, of course, when you see A.J. Allmendinger, Bowman, and Ross Chastain trending together on Twitter. And again, I know it's not the world, but it's still some, part of the world we live in. It, it resonated. That mm-hmm. race resonated with people in Austin, Crasher. Absolutely. No, you you can't deny that. I mean, it's on a, a big network. It's on Fox. It's on a Sunday afternoon where, you know, some people are on spring break. Others aren't. I mean, there's there's people that are actually watching TV right now. Yeah. It's not like the middle of the summer where everybody's out doing vacations, it seems. This was, this was a way to capture attention of some people around the country, and it did. When you have a good product out there, you're going to hold that attention for a while, hence the trending. Statman, if you are a betting man, would you have bet that there again would be a couple of uh, for, uh, Ferraris? Yes, Ferraris on the podium in <laughs> Formula One? Uh, no, I, you know, I'm still, uh, the the Ferraris aren't going to be the number one team. In fact, they lost today and were outrun today. Uh, I wouldn't have bet that Ferraris would be the, on the front row, uh, lock out the front row in formula one. Uh, Mercedes is, it might be a while before they get back to the front. Uh, and, uh, I don't, uh, Red Bull looks strong today, but I don't know that they're going to survive with developing their own engine with less and less Honda support. Uh, it's going to be difficult. Will they survive enough through this year though? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, you know, that, really? yeah, I don't think so. What? The Red Bull gives you wings, but it may not give you an engine that'll get you to the end of a Formula One race. If unless they make one that runs on Red Bull, uh, you know they could pour Red Bull right into the engine and that into the gas tank fuel. Arguably, you know. that would be a little bit greener too. So yeah, well, you think? You know, yeah, just a little. And that mix a little vodka with it, and that might take them. Up so even part. though today, though Max versus yeah. Right. <laughs> I like that. Even though today Max Verstappen outran Charles Leclerc, you still think that 
based on last weekend's mechanical issues that they had, that there's something that they're not telling us or that, that fans are, are overlooking that will affect the Red Bull team sometime this season? It's difficult to build an engine program because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it, and they're not. So mm-hmm. uh, we'd have Kia engines in uh, Formula One. Uh, it's difficult to maintain an engine that will get uh, the horsepower that will have the fuel mileage so that they, when they start the race, they can't put more fuel in the car. So you have to have power, you have to have mileage, and you can only have, uh, what is it, five engines for 22, 23 races this year. Oh. Uh, otherwise, you have to go to the back of the of the field. So there's a lot going on in that engine program, and um, Honda did it for a while and kind of knew what they were doing. Uh, and um, I don't know that Red Bull can do it as Honda withdraws. All right. On the flip side of that discussion, argument, whatever we want to call it, what's going on with Lewis Hamilton? Or was this just a track that they couldn't find there anything? Well, they had a problem developing the car this year, and it really uh, showed itself last week at Bahrain. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then they tried to make changes that Lewis suggested, and that didn't work well in qualifying (laughs) yesterday, Saturday. So they, uh, they made some changes, and the car was better. He started at the back of, started 16th, I believe, to day Mm -hmm. and ran it up to sixth place i think the problem with mercedes is that they've had lewis all these years and lewis has been able to overcome all the craziness that they've had as a team and uh now that they lewis needs the team i don't know that the team is servicing him properly they still can't figure out how to get him in the pits for tires at the right time. Um, I don't I, I, I don't understand why that's a problem, but apparently it is. We, we had a text thread going back and forth briefly in regards to Kyle Larson, and Crasher brought up the fact that Kyle Larson already has a race win, so maybe they're doing a little test and tune and a little uh, testing in these races that they've got going on at this point because Kyle Larson's certainly been a no-show. Hamilton... There's issues, as you heard Statman talking about that. Where's the if if that's what's going on, Crasher? Then this is a, a moot point of asking who's the bigger disappointment or the bigger surprise of not finishing at the top: Lewis Hamilton or Kyle Larson? If Kyle Larson is doing what you say they're doing, Crasher, then it's not even part of the conversation. There's such a the, yeah. It's it's really apples and oranges to me anyway because there are so many more races in the NASCAR season versus the Formula One season. So yeah. He Kyle Larson did not get his first win last year until the all-star race, which was mid-May. Right now, we're talking the end of March. Dude's going to be fine. He has a win already this year. He's comfortable into the playoff scenario. So, yeah, either they're testing or they're just kind of not worrying about things as much. He's in the summertime. He's going to come alive, arguably. Whereas in Formula One, Lewis Hamilton, no, every every race needs to be playing catch up right now. He needs the team needs to find their way. And I think that he's in a more dire situation when it comes to championship hopes. He's in a very dire situation. Mm-hmm. I last year may have been his uh, last chance to get his eighth championship. Uh, if that's the case, 
man, that would that would hurt me because I am a fan. But he had the championship and they stole it from him. That may mm -hmm. have. I think the picture of that season might be him and his dad in, in an embrace under the uh, garage uh, in the back of the garage at the end of the race uh, that was his championship and they took it it's difficult to win championships and uh, Max and you know they're, they're so close that once in sports once you said I can do this then that's <laughs> that in any sport, that means so much more than all the equipment and everything around you. You have to believe you can do it. Now Max believes that he does. Plus, Max is dangerous. A couple of times when Leclerc got up close to him, he shut the door on him when he didn't have the the right to. And uh, it's he's dangerous. He's dangerous. And Lewis knows that. And Leclerc's going to find that out when Leclerc tries to take his championship away from him. I feel like Max Verstappen drives more selfishly than other drivers. Now, to be a race car driver, you have to have an element of selfishness. You know, I'm, cutting you off. I'm cutting you off there, Crash. Yeah. That's yeah. a nicer way to say it. <laughs> he, he's more selfish. I'm saying he's dangerous, and he's dangerous yeah. to himself and everybody else. It wasn't for the halo, he would have decapitated Lewis last year. So, huh. uh, yes, he's selfish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Some say selfish, some say dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is what we're going to do, Freak Nation. we got Austin Dillon on deck. We've got uh, Christian Craig. Join I, I knew I was going to do that. I what? knew that I was going to do that. Who he's, are you going to confuse the, him with? No, no, no. He's got two first na names. And I, when I say his name, I think, did I get it right? It's not Craig Christian. It's Christian Craig. <laughs> he's got two damn first names. Or he's got two last names. Yeah, it could be. Uh, regardless, Christian Craig, you're 250 West. Supercross star, uh, leading in the points, by the way. He'll mm -hmm. be joining us. Got a second place last night to Hunter yeah. Lawrence, but is still he's still got a pretty commanding lead. He's he does he can't have any issues this year for the what remaining three races, I believe. Yeah, it's three after Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh but he's looking good. But first, before we get to Austin Dillon, how about your stat man scat in the Freak Nation? <laughs> made me feel good when I read that Formula One drivers met for four hours Friday night. They were concerned about rebel actions in Saudi Arabia that blew up an oil depot near the racetrack in Jeddah. The rebels want attention as they fight for a voice in their government in Yemen where people are starving and dying during a stalemated civil war. Eventually, the drivers agreed to race when officials said the track would be safe. There are many who are frustrated because they believe there should be a place in the world that's free of politics, a place where we can ignore attacks on the free transfer of governmental power, a place where we can ignore children dying from starvation and missile attacks, a place where we can go hide and ignore things that are not comfortable. Even Formula One drivers came out of that closet the last two years over global arguments about racial diversity. In short, that closet shouldn't exist. Why? Because men, women, and children are abused, starved, and killed worldwide because they have audacity to want to be. Now, do we have the right to ignore them in the name of enjoying our own entertainment? I don't think so. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined.
All right, Freak Nation, this segment brought to my good friends at General Tire. Now through the end of April, you can get up to 70 bucks back when you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire. Yep, up to 70 bucks back with a Visa prepaid card when you buy four qualifying General Tire passenger tires. For more information, go to speedfreaks.tv or generaltire.com. Statman uh, was brave enough not to show for this interview with uh, Austin Dillon, because when you <laughs> see what the hell we're wearing in this in this interview, if you're watching us on YouTube or our Facebook page or on Twitch, you'll know why Statman decided to stay home during this interview. But his name is Austin Dillon, uh, NASCAR Cup pilot, again, part of the Richard Childress racing scenario. Flying those Lucas Oil colors, Crash Gladys. Mm-hmm. Tyler Reddick, almost, his teammate, almost yeah. got himself a win. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but uh, Austin Dillon, we were hanging out uh, in his hauler, and we decided to bring uh, some Elvis glasses, a chicken hat, and a wig with a long ass. Well, a hat with a long ass wig. And if you're seeing this, no, basically, let's let's be honest here. Uh, what's that? You brought a bag of of accessories mm. and basically said, "Okay, what do you guys want to wear?" There we're like, go. "Wait, what?" Yeah, huh? Austin Dillon, the Freak Nation. Have been coming to the Freak Nation uh, many, many years. What's that? Yes, it has been a while. And I I still remember the time when you won the Daytona 500 and you were, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I think you were actually going to the airport when you joined us on the radio show at the time. Uh, My, how things have changed since you won that 500, huh? Yeah, you know, it's been a couple years now and uh, I've got really cool glasses that I wear everywhere. And my kid is uh, old enough to come to the racetrack, so he's out here with us. We spent the whole week in Phoenix just hanging out, came straight from Vegas, so it's been nice. You talk about family. You talk about kids. I've got an eight-year-old, and I never thought I would go to a dude like Austin Dillon to get uh, fatherly advice, or maybe you should come to me about some fatherly advice. Well, you know, I mean, we're the ones doing the interview with someone with a chicken on their head, so I don't know how what great of advice we can give anyone right at the current moment. Well, just to be free form, to be you know, just to be out there and just let things flow would probably be the way to go. Definitely, you know, when you have a kid, you want them to be able to, you know, express themselves in any way they want. So, you know, we're expressing ourselves right now, I guess. No, seriously though, how hard is that on Whitney when they want to wear their own things and it just doesn't match whatsoever? And you're like, well, have at it, enjoy. Yeah, Ace doesn't want to wear much of anything, so I mean, it's tough on Whitney just to get clothes on him. Uh, hopefully down the road, he, he, he does want to put more clothes on and that'll be nice. But, uh, yeah, he, he, he doesn't like changing diapers and he doesn't like putting on clothes. So, I mean, he's just kind of free, I guess is the best way to put it. But, um, no, he, Whitney does a really good job dressing him up. He has some sick outfits and some really nice shoes. Oh, who has the better shoes? You or your son? Um, well, he's got his mom 24 seven giving him the best like swag. So, I'm going to say my son. It's not fair. You just kind of went to number two in the family. I mean, Ace is number one. I've been number one for a long time, so it's okay if I'm, you know, number two for a little while. I'll, I'll get back on top eventually. Well, kind of like this video, though, with these hats on, I've got incriminating pictures from back in the day that my, I don't want my daughter to ever see. I mean, nothing that's you know, out, out of hand here, but just photos of my long hair and just tight shorts. Yeah, look them up right now. Uh-huh. Do you have some old videos and pictures that you you don't want your children to see? Oh, I'm sure, but I don't care. They can see them. I think it's hilarious. You know, I mean, got to live life, right? You got to have fun and enjoy it. And I want Ace to be able to enjoy the freedoms we have in this country. And, uh, you know, I definitely did. 
Do you want Ace to follow in your footsteps and be a race car driver? Or are you kind of hoping, hey, let's hope he has his own his own streak of passion? Uh, I want to support him in whatever he yeah. wants to do. And um, for me, it's uh, if he wants to race, we're going to give him all the support we can to race. And if he wants to golf, I love him to golf because I've got a golf simulator at the house right now and he's been putting and stuff. So. I would I would love to be a golf dad or a racing dad. I, I don't care. Whatever he wants to do, let's just go do it and be good at it. Hold on, though. Neither one of those are cheap. As you know, racing's not cheap. Golf's not cheap either, though. So this is tough. Golf you, is cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you only have to pay one person, and that's yourself, usually your caddy. But, uh, yeah, golf is much cheaper than this sport. But, you know, we have ties here, so we'll be ready in, in case of any uh, want. If he wants to go do whatever, we'll... we'll We'll follow it and uh, push ourselves to the best, the bit, to the limit. We're going to show the video in this interview of you. I don't know what the hell you were doing uh, with your, your wife and your, your your moves. But we've been doing Speed Freaks for 20 plus years where there were cup drivers, IndyCar drivers, NHRA drivers that wouldn't show that personality. And cats like yourself are breaking through going like wearing these glasses and wearing these snappy hats. It's like that's who we are. We're not just the guy in the race car. Has it been uncomfortable or just like your way of doing things? showing your your lifestyle i've always been that way i think the biggest thing is you know you just you have a lot going on and you don't want to uh you know step over the line with some of the things you do but uh, my wife and and mariel and paul and i were always having a good time and that just kind of came together i saw Shaq. you know i love Shaq. i think my favorite interview of ever of all time was with Shaq. you know you're close second but Shaq was probably my favorite podcast and he's just a funny guy and uh, I love his Instagram videos and he's always dancing and doing something. So I saw him do that dance and I was like, hey, girls, let's do this. It's pretty cool because it was just us two. And Paul was at home working, uh, doing pit stop practice. And Ace was uh, chilling in the room asleep. So I was like, hey, let's put this together. And we put it together and it looked pretty funny. It looks really good. So where would you draw the line? Dancing clearly is on the resume for social media. Where would you draw the line? Uh, I mean, that right there. Dancing is probably as far as I go. So you wouldn't have like any sort of a taste test thing and, oh, and I mean, dip your hand in and eat something that you don't know what it is? Uh, yeah, no, I'm kind of particular about what goes in my mouth too. Um, but yeah, so dancing is probably as wild as I get. I don't know what else I'd put on Instagram or social media in general. I don't, I don't stay on social media much anymore. I don't even get on Twitter very often or anything. So I just kind of chill. Why do you think that is? Because sponsors like it because they like to see your personality side. It helps them sell their products. But do you think there was this just too much of a negative bend that went on there for a while? Yeah, you know, I think in general, social media is like ruining this country uh, personally. So I just, I don't know. I like showing fun things. That's why I like Instagram, like pictures and videos. But, you know, comments are unneeded from anyone because I really don't care what anybody thinks and it is what it is. You know what I mean? If you want to enjoy and laugh at what we do, that's great. Like, that's fun. And you get to like it. But past that, the comments are just, I don't know. And then people just live on their phones. So, I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people. If, if there's something content to look at, you just go down a dark hole of everything that's going on. It's, if you if you stay on it too long, you just the screen time goes shoots up and you're just missing life in general. So, um, I don't know. I hate it for my little man because I feel like you know it's just it's gonna be around. I didn't go anywhere, but uh, you gotta you gotta have some boundaries on your time spent and how you spend it. Yeah. But you though, you change it. You for him and for everybody else, change it. Just make it fun yeah. again. Don't respond to people, but just put the dances up. Put right. the fun things up. Change a diaper on freaking. 
Twitter. I mean, <laughs> that stuff is fun and that stuff is real life. Yeah, it is real life. Uh, dirty diapers suck, but, you know, eventually we'll get the potty trained, I think. Yes. Hey, how long would Richard last on Twitter? I say over under be 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually had a Twitter and he still has one, but um, he I think he even has a, a Instagram that he looks at. So it's, uh, yeah, so he's not, you know, he just follows who he wants to follow and does his own thing. He's a lurker. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that's, love him or hate him, that's Richard. Richard does his thing. Whether it's uh, controversial or not, he just does his own thing. And that's what social media has done. It's kind of neutered some of us. Yeah, for sure it has. You know, I mean, uh, but in him, he, he does his own thing, like you're saying. That's why he's a hero. You know, I mean, he just, if he believes in it, he's going to go with it and he's going to push for it. And that's that's what's cool about him, um, just like his stuff that he did in Ukraine and all that. I mean, that's just the person he is. When you were five, six years old, was there ever a time when he said to somebody about hold his watch? Because he wanted to go after somebody who was beating up on you. I held his watch during the Kyle Busch deal. So, I mean, not when I was five or six years old, but, I mean, he's the one that gave me the watch before that all went down. Yeah. This is who he is. That's how we had different to What are you going to have Ace hold in the future? I don't wear a watch. So, I mean, maybe my phone. Here, hold my phone. So, that'd be about it. That summed it up there, Freak Nation. How about that? Look at that outfit. Bam! Oh, yeah. Who are you, Kenny? Uh, Statman, where were you, buddy? Why weren't you in that interview, man? I was uh, feeding the chicken that uh, Crash was wearing. Mm. Yeah. Pretty pretty big belly right there. (laughs) Wow. Freak Nation, we'll talk some, uh, some coda coming up. Also, his name is Christian Craig. He's leading the points, 250 class in Supercross Series. And next hour, Toddler Duke, monster truck, monster jam, badass, uh, joining us here on the Freak Nation. You missed it at the show. Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. Hopefully, you're watching this as well on our YouTube page, Twitch, and Facebook Live. If not, damn it, come on. Subscribe to our YouTube page and see some of these extraordinary interviews that we have from time to time. Including chicken. Well, hey, a lot of folks think they are. They keep coming back, damn it. Uh, Hey. (laughs) Coming back to Freak Nation. Yeah. So again, Freak Nation, follow us on Twitter. You follow us on Facebook. And of course, on our Instagram page, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Second hour, Todd LaDuke. But first, coming up next segment, a little bit more NASCAR in Austin. And Christian Craig, Supercross star, running those 250s. He'll be joining us coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the old Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation. Right? That's lucasoil.com. Be a part of it, man. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it, and they want to give you up to $70 on a Visa prepaid card just for purchasing four passenger tires on General Tire from now through April 30th. That's $70, guys. Spring is here, so show off your new tires, your new Generals. It's that easy. Guys, for more information, just check out General Tire. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. And yes, General Tire is the official tire of Speed Freak. 
Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil 8 Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. <laughs> It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling engineered for durability with innovative performance features ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with Speed Freaks since 2001. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. In just moments, Christian Craig, Supercross pilot, leading your points in the in the 250 class for the West Series. Grabbing, what, a two-spot crasher in Seattle? Mm-hmm. Right. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. He retired and then came back. Yeah. Yeah, with, uh, retired meaning like in 2012, I think. Right. And then came back to the sport. Yeah, just wow. Wicked, crazy, fun story. And now he and his family are... YouTube sensations as they video everything they do. So, yeah, pretty cool. Statman, think about this, man. As you're a young man raising a family back in the day, and they the, there's a, a group out there saying, you know what, Statman, <laughs> we want to follow you around the house, follow you to the track, you, your your wife, your children, and uh, do a show about uh, Statman, the Statmanneries. <laughs> <laughs> what? The stat- <laughs> yeah, I took that phone call and uh, didn't return it. Yeah. 
Let, let's just back up a little bit. Statman's real name is Statman Carruthers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where you got Manneries from. It'd be the Carruthers family. Statman. Yeah, but know. that's it sounds better. The, the Stat Manneries. That would be the title there of the show. Go. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> Stat Manneries. That's, that's a band name. Please welcome to the stage, Statman and his memories. What kind of money would it take for people to to barge in on the Statmanries? More than is in the American GDP. Oh, we'd have to start a whole new economy. You know, GD's taken on a different moniker over the last five or six years, Statman. So you got to be careful with that GDP. Yeah, well, that's the. <laughs> That's the grossness of this domestic product. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And on that note, Freak Nation, enjoy this interview. We caught up with Christian Craig, again, sitting number one in points in the 250 class West series. He's got three more races left. Grabbed him a two spot last night in Seattle. It's a great story, man. Uh, this, this guy's got him a full-fledged family as opposed to a family like the Stat Manneries. It's a, it's a good time. He's, a, he's an interesting cat, man. And uh, when we ask him the question about his daughter going freestyle motocrossing, you could just kind of hear the, oh, yeah. Christian Craig here in the Freak Nation. My name is Christian Craig in the Freak Nation. Lucas Oil Studios, 22 years of doing this thing. Christian Craig has not been in the Freak Nation, but damn it, it's good to get him in here. Uh, 250 West Series back in action in Washington this weekend. But can we start this off, Craig? I mean, come on, br- brother. Uh, look, 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 look at this, oh. man. I know, I know. Oh. Well, got three of those running around the house, so we got a crazy life right now, but man, we're having fun while we can. I mean, yeah, but that smile, and he's only <laughs> how old, and he just clearly he loves motocross. Yeah, four months old, and uh, already loves being out at the track, so he's uh, yeah, our obviously four month, and I have a then I have a seven year old and a three year old, so um. We're busy, you know, it's every day with us, but it's part of our life. You know, that's how we're, uh, we're wanting to do it. We're wanting to, uh, you know, show our kids, uh, kind of, this is the way we grow up and, and, uh, I'm having fun with it. Freak nation. If you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or on our Facebook live page, you saw the picture of Christian Craig's four month old sitting on a bike. Was there a time early on in your career before you even thought about having a family thinking, if I do have a family, I'm never letting my children get on a bike. Yeah, but I mean, I grew up doing this. My dad raced uh, professionally. So, I mean, I was that four month old on the bike, just like what you saw. You know, that was me. And um, yeah, I mean, there is a bad side to it. The injuries obviously play a big part. And, and I've been through a lot of injuries, some pretty big ones. But um, the joy for the sport kind of overtakes it. And, um, you know, if my kids love to ride, I'm going to be all about it. And, um, if not, you know, that's fine, too. You know, you can technically say that, yes, that's the bad side of the sport being injuries. But my goodness, you play football, you're going to get injured. You swim, you're going to get injured. I mean, injuries come with being an athlete in general. It doesn't necessarily matter the sport because you just hit the nail on the head. If you love it, if it's your passion, you'll go along with the injuries because you keep pushing through to become a better version of yourself. Yeah, for sure. And, and with each, each injury, you learn something about yourself, um, whether it's, you know, being tougher, uh, overcoming stuff, persevering through injuries, um, through everything. I, I've It's made me who I am today. And I think, uh, you know, I wouldn't go back in time and, and try to fix that. But um, it's part of it. That's life. And 
yeah, I mean, I, I am in a dangerous sport, but I wouldn't change a thing. Now, you were with your your oldest. You touched on your oldest son, Jagger, I believe, uh, earlier in this interview, and you were with him in Detroit when he was racing. So yeah. what is some of the best advice that you could give him now? I mean, it, a lot of it is just going to go probably right over his head. He won't really fully comprehend some of the stuff you want to tell him. But what is some of the best advice you could give him now as a seven-year-old? Gosh, right now, when he's so young, I, I just tell him to have fun with it. Um, yeah, I can give him all the tips you know, that, that I learned growing up, but being so young and, um, you know, racing for fun, it's just enjoy it. Enjoy those moments. Um, I was more nervous watching him race a couple weeks ago than I am. <laughs> I'm going to be tomorrow. So <laughs> pretty cool times. Uh, that was really cool to watch my, my son do that. You know, he, uh, almost got a top 10 and, and went down the last lap, unfortunately, but he oh. still had a blast. And, uh, just to watch him go through that whole process was, was fun. And, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Christian, I'm glad that you said uh, you're just going to tell them to have fun because many times dads and sons just can't talk to each other. About <laughs> something. I don't know if you had that same trouble when your dad maybe taught you, but um, the best thing you could tell them is just go out and have fun. Yeah, but I mean, you do want to find that happy medium with it. You want to want them to have fun, but you also want to challenge them to, to be better. Um, sure. and if, if they seriously want to race, uh, you've got to push them and you got to find those limits. And sometimes, uh, you know, like I did with my dad, we got into arguments, you know, or something I didn't want to do and I didn't want to listen to him. So, uh, I know, uh, if he's going to want to race, I'm going to want to push him and challenge him. but, um, that's all part of just growing up at whether any sport it is. Somebody told me, uh, when we were getting ready for this that you like music as much as I do. <laughs> sometimes you I get music stuck in your head. Has that ever happened to you before? <laughs> yeah. So I posted a video a couple weeks ago of, uh, the song I was, I was listening to, while I was writing and it's true. Um, when, when you're out there in practice track and you're going through the motions, um, yeah, you start, you start singing to yourself. So I have fun <laughs> with it. I like a little bit of every kind of music, country, um, country most of all. So I like the slow pace because our life is already high paced enough. Oh how wow! How do you how do you slow down? Because <laughs> I can imagine if you're racing and ripping across the country and going places and racing when you get to the race, uh, how do you? How, what kind of music slows you down? Country? Yeah. Or yeah, I mean, that, I would say the music and, and my family, uh, my family, most of all, it's if you get home from a hectic day, you know, we're wide open from when I wake up, when I wake up in the morning, I go to the track, I do my training. And when I get home, that's my rest time. I get to play with my kids and um, it's a hectic life. I'm not going to make it sound like it's all, you know, fun and fun and games. Um, you know, we travel a lot. We have to race every weekend. So it's a lot, but it all does pay off when, when you're doing good. But with the 250 series, again, you've had some weeks off. What is a what does a father of young boys do with those weeks and off? A girl, don't uh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> forgot about the young girl. What does a father do of three children those weeks off? Do you ride as much? Do you think, hey, kids, dad's going to go out and work? Wink, wink. What do you do, man? Yeah, uh, first couple of weeks when when we had this five week break, it was uh, kind of chill and and let your uh, kind of gather your thoughts back and, and have some time away. But uh, with, with how hectic our schedule is, you get right back to it. So um, I obviously I got to have my son race one of the rounds and that was cool. But yeah, I mean, our weeks are, are, are a lot 
it's a, it's fun. It's, it's what we've wanted and, and I'm happy I'm in the position I'm in right now. So, yeah. Hey, what's going to happen when your daughter says, Hey dad, I want to go freestyle motocrossing. <laughs> uh, that'll be hard. That'll be hard to uh, agree with, but um, I mean, I got some ramps already in the front yard, so I guess we're, <laughs> we're already uh, yes. one step ahead. <laughs> some ramps and it's plural not just a ramp some ramps that's perfect yeah, yeah. we try to we, the kids are always outside so i'm out there um on the bicycles with them scooters just whatever it is and so we, we have a yeah we have a fun life going right now now there is a chance Kristen craig there is a chance brian deegan had ramps all over his property he had two supercross tracks he had everything his daughter came up racing pretty well in NASCAR. Yeah. So there's a chance that she may look at that and say, that's crazy. I'm getting in this car. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about it. Why not? So, uh, his, uh, Brian's son, Hayden is actually my teammate on the team. So, uh, I get to see him quite a bit. And, um, yeah, it's a cool family. Obviously they have their YouTube and we have our YouTube and it's, it's been fun. You know, our, we're growing up, uh, showing, showing our story. It's cool. See, that's the different thing from when you were younger in motorsports and your dad as well. It's like there's a whole nother level going on now with social media and you guys are such a big part of it. It's almost like the kids are giving you the advice at such a young age. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, I didn't grow up this way with all the social media, YouTube stuff. Um, but, you know, now that it's around, we've been doing this for five years now. So um it's something that our kids are going to look back on and maybe be embarrassed about, but also know that they have that, you know, that they can show their family, you know, down the road. So it's something that it's more of like a memory book for me. Um, something you can look back on and, and, uh, and watch our growing, watch our story unfold, you know, publicly. So whether it's good or bad. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's mostly good. Like you said, the memories are amazing and you became a gap ambassador. Did I read that right? I'll take those clothes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. The social media part of it uh, uh, has its positives for sure. So I've got to do some pretty cool things. And it's all thanks to, to dirt bikes um, in the platform yes. I, I've, I have. Hey, Christian, we'll end it with this. A little bit of racing. We had Jimmy Johnson on after his IndyCar race in Texas last weekend. And there was a shot of him and his daughters talking about where he they think he's going to finish. And one of the girls ha held up a number one. Do your kids, do your daughters your, and your boys uh, look up at you and tell you where you're going to finish and know that uh, this is your 250 championship to lose? Do they ever say anything like that to you? Um, it, they'll, they'll ask me Sunday, you know, the day after the race. So when I get home, they're like, how'd you do? Or uh, they'll hear that I did good or, or bad. Um, but never, uh, they haven't given me a prediction yet. I think they know uh, that that'll come down the road when they get older, but. It's, uh, it's definitely rewarding when you do have a good night like that and you get to bring a trophy home to your kids. Hold on, though. Could they grasp just what you did in Phoenix, or I guess we're calling it Glendale? I mean, coming from the back to finish fourth, I mean, that was monster, monster ride. <laughs> yeah, I think my son was just like, oh, that's crazy. You know, that sucks. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, that's a seven-year-old, so you're going to get that. But uh, yeah, I've had, a, I've had a lot of wild races. Um, that's part of it, though. I just have to, I got to be smart and try to stay out of the carnage um, that I've actually mm -hmm. had to deal with a couple of times now. So, yeah, we got four rounds left and um, tomorrow Seattle. And yeah, that's all I could do is just try to focus on tomorrow. Christian Craig here in the Freak Nation running for that 250 West Championship. Buddy, thanks for doing this. Good luck to you. Go out and practice your ass off, will you? <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. 
What a good dude. Practice your ass off. Well, that they said, listen, the interview can go 10 minutes. Then he's got to go practice. Yeah, he, no, he was. He was literally going to hang up with us and get into his, right. his gear. Yeah. Well, in fact, we took him off the track to come into the hauler to talk to us. <laughs> All right. Truth be told. Yes. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> Oops. And you brought up in that interview, Statman, our relationship, we got about uh, three minutes. You brought up in that interview about our relationship with Feld Motorsports. And that is a, that is another one of those relationships that we've had almost these 22 years uh, from way back when of having guys come in our studio in Los Angeles wearing a you know safety helmet and bringing a baseball bat and do you remember that a safety helmet? And a baseball yeah, when when there there was there, there was a threat of another Supercross oh, series yes, coming in. Yes, and we had the, the guys huh? that were wanting to start that series, and then we had someone from Feld Motorsports come in and basically say, "No, it ain't happening there, Skipjack." I yeah, wow. Remember those guys? Remember those remember, guys' names, Dad? Uh, I, I don't don't say. I remember. I remember their names. Yeah. I just I rem- can- I remember the guy that sat on the floor eating his potato chips, and his girlfriend was picking through his hair like the apes <laughs> pick the 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 fleas off of each other. That was know? a freestyle motocrosser. Yeah, who was yeah, that? I don't, that's that not necessary. It's not necessary to say who it was. <laughs> After we just tried to disparage him like that, I don't want that guy knowing that I talked <laughs> about it. <laughs> Crash, what do you MC. have against me, Crash? She had she had once at an auction, she was bidding for me across yeah. the room. Had me up to like $2,200 on something, you know? And I was like, who is that? Wow. Snow, no, wait. Mm-mm. No, there were wheels. Wheels and tires. I don't know what it was. But it beat the damn snowmobile that she had at fifteen grand. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Tony Stewart autograph snowmobile. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now we had a good relationship with Feld. Feld was good people, and they yep. they mm-hmm. took us places and told us things. And I've you know understood what they were doing with Supercross and monster trucks, and why it was so important to turn monster trucks into uh, kids for cartoons. I mean, it was amazing the stuff I learned from. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was the leader of Feld at one time. Let's just leave it at Ken. How about Ken? Yeah, is, that's right. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Ken. We'll just mm-hmm. leave it at, at Ken. Mm-hmm. All right. Mancuso's still there, though, right? No, man. No, he's not. I think okay. Mancuso's okay. long gone. I think he's Charlie. All right. Yeah, I think he's long. Crash, you just go and send, put out the freaking uh, cell number I, on the d- national I'm radio just, show. I'm just throwing names out there. Okay. They don't have yeah. to match. They, I'm just throwing really them out. No, no, hey, man, it's the second hour of the freaks. <laughs> Plenty of Formula One conversation. Bombs going off. They got themselves a race in. Some bombs going off in Austin, but it was between drivers uh, on Coda. We'll talk about that. And speaking of Feld, uh, monster truck badass Todd LaDuke will be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Now driving Blue Thunder. At one time, is driving Metal Militia. Two-time champion with uh, Todd? Yeah. Yes, I think one in freestyle, one in racing. All right. Mm -hmm. Big second hour. Make sure you're part of this Freak Nation. All right. I said, make sure you're part of this freak nation. Do speed, it. Speed freaks, speed freaks TV. I got to make sure I get this thing. Here we go. Speed freaks, motorsports radio redefined.
Freak Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. <laughs> Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the Bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. <laughs> Second hour of Speed Freaks. Thank you guys for hanging out. Did you miss the first hour, man? Austin Dillon, NASCAR Cup star, was here. Your 250 Supercross points leader, the West Series. Christian Craig joined us. Missing that? Go to the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll have it up there for you. Welcome to all of you watching us on YouTube and Facebook Live, our Twitch extravaganza. Thank you guys for hanging out this hour. Todd LaDuke, Monster Jam, Monster Truck, badass, driving Blue Thunder now. At one time, was driving Metal Militia, multiple-time champion with uh, Monster Jam. He'll be joining us this hour in the Freak Nation. And we, we caught up with him earlier this week. And it's an interview where it, it just it's so fresh because there's a time when his wife, Melissa, comes in on this interview. It slaps him on the back of the head for something that he says. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so her personality and his personality. Yeah. They are good follows on social media. I know we touch on that in this interview, but yes, the LaDuke family, Todd LaDuke, Melissa LaDuke, give them a follow on Instagram. It's pretty fun. Uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk about this this hour. Well, I'll say plenty of time with the Todd LaDuke interview. I'm not sure, but Statman, we talked about, in length about Lewis Hamilton, about how he and his fans and the team should frankly be concerned uh, this season contending for a championship. But you seem to, you seem to think Kyle Larson may have fallen off the map uh, recently with these results. He had an inordinate amount of success and frankly luck last year, good and bad. Uh, so uh, it, all of that might get uh, balanced out this year and he might, he's not going to win as much as he did last year. I mean, that he had a season like no other. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he set records last year, so he's not going to yeah. set more records this year. Uh, and frankly, uh, you know, I'd love, I'd love, it's been what, 11 or 12 races in a row that uh, drivers under 30 years old have won and the top three that were fighting for the win on the last lap today were guys that had less than, I think Bowman has uh, eight, nine wins. Albendinger mm-hmm. doesn't have any cup wins. And Ross Chastain. Yeah, oh, that's right. Wins. He won at uh, uh, Watkins Glen. And at Indy. And at Indy. Oh, uh, so, uh, and Ross Chastain got his first win today. That these all new, fresh, uh, Reddick guys, you know, guys like Chastain and Reddick and Bowman and Almendinger are at the front of the line at the sharp end of the field. And guys like uh, Bush and Harvick and Larson and, you know, there's all these guys that have had success in the past are back in the back wondering what's going on what's going on up there send me a let send me a note back and let me know what the rest of the race is doing they're running it's a called, different they're running a different race than i am <laughs> yeah it's called don't be afraid of the race car the, this car is a little bit looser so you gotta really drive it and that we're seeing the men separate from the boys look right who now. won the race I, I i dare anybody out there in the freak nation to tell me the owner of ross chastain's 
uh, race car. Diehard fans will know. Okay. Well, yeah. But the conversation I was having with a newly minted Formula One fan today at <laughs> one of Henley's second attended birthday parties was, doesn't just one team win all the time in NASCAR? And I gave him three team names and really? I didn't bring up track house. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, they said, <laughs> whoa, that's just like weird hearing that because they are a new Formula One fan, mm-hmm. but they're saying doesn't the same team win in NASCAR yet NASCAR is the, is the series that we're talking about parodies this year. And even last year, they had a lot of different winners, even though Kyle Larson went on quite a run himself, there were still many, many different winners. Michael McDowell kicking off the year last year. So yeah. Yeah. But Hendrick won intriguing. most of the races with uh, Larson and Elliott, uh, but Bowman. this year, and and um, this year it's different. It's just it different, and I like it. I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for a change, I'm interested in what's happening uh, because you, you got new names and new people, and the same people aren't winning everything. Yep, it, it's refreshing. It's really All right, Freak good. Nation. We're going to resume with some of our affiliates, get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes, your stat man scat regarding Formula One in Saudi Arabia. Bombs going off, but they got the damn race off. Incredible. Uh, and again, Todd LaDuke from the famous LaDuke family will be joining us this hour. Make sure you're a part of it, watching us or listening to us on the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the Freaks. Bringing in more affiliates in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios, almost 22 years. In fact, we do the math here. Across the one, five, six, three months, uh, we will be 22 years old. Yep. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. New tires? What about general tire Tires. Buy four qualifying passenger tires and get up to 70 bucks back with a piece of prepaid card with those four general tires. For more information, go to the website, generaltire.com, the official rubber of the Freak Nation. Thank you, Vanna. Mm-hmm. Right, right. General right Tire. Bang. Underneath my hand right there. Crash your head. It was a pit news and notes. <laughs> all right. Well, we talked all NASCAR and Trans Am in the first hour of pit news and notes. So let's start this one with Supercross because they crossed the country, came back west, and gave Seattle their first show in two years. Thank you, COVID. It was a different show for the series in 2022, but same winner, Eli Tomac. Fifth win consecutive, I believe. And now tied for number four all time. All time on the Supercross wins list. That's just amazing. And he wasn't even the fastest guy all night. But once the gate dropped in the main, he found the speed. And he kept it through the entire 450. A strong Jason Anderson was second, Marvin Muskin third. The 250s saw Hunter Lawrence grab his second win of the year. Christian Craig second on the race. And Michael Mossiman third. Craig, you just heard from him last hour. If you missed it, do not hesitate to check it out on the Speed Freaks YouTube page, but also Speed Freaks itself, the website, speedfreaks.tv. Formula One raced the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix in an environment that, like we've talked about, did not start so well when an oil yard was bombed just a few miles from the track. And then the drivers had a driver's meeting that lasted three plus hours. And the only way that it ended in some sort of symbiotic relation to say, yes, let's go on with the, with the weekend was that they will have further discussions with the series about races, such as the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix moving forward. They want their safety at a little bit more of a 
concern, shall we say, moving forward. Mick Schumacher, speaking of safety, but a different kind, he then went through a gnarly crash on Saturday, preventing him from competing in the race on Sunday. But a very good race was delivered, mostly thanks to Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen, who fought really hard against each other. Verstappen, ultimately, with the advantage at the end of the race. And again, we can go back to the NASCAR weekend. In which it was AJ Allmendinger dominating Xfinity. It was Zane Smith in trucks. And then today, congratulations on your very first win, Mr. Watermelon Farmer. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, our friends at General Tire are back at it, and they want to give you up to $70 on a Visa prepaid card just for purchasing four passenger tires on General Tire from now through April 30th. That's $70, guys. Spring is here, so show off your new tires, your new Generals. It's that easy. Guys, for more information, just check out General Tire. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. And yes, General Tire is the official tire of Speed Freak. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with a NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling engineered for durability with innovative performance features ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling with Speed Freaks since 2001. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil stabilizer keep that engine alive now you can get generic viagra shipped to your door for about two dollars a pill get the same impact for less call steel man pills now and get the same blue pill for about two dollars a pill call now for the 50 pill special and save even more plus get a free bonus 800-993-1327 That's 800-993-1327. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined.
Freak Nation, have you checked out lucasoil.com lately? Well, you should. If you're driving a car, if you have a sports car, a big fat sedan, what about a family minivan? They got the products to keep your ride on the road. I don't care if it's inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. Slick mist, tire and trim shine, bam. Roll with it, man. For more information, go to lucasoil.com. Hey, man, the... I don't want to use the word rebound because I can't think of the word right now, but the bump that Formula One and Formula One ratings have received mm-hmm. from Drive to Survive, it's um, it's significant. And there's a story out there. My apologies, I couldn't find it, uh, but I'll, I'll try and paraphrase how the ratings and the popularity of Formula One, at least here in the States, has grown immensely. So much so, now you're hearing, Statman, you're hearing Formula One Execs talking about, yeah, we can do 30 Formula One races. 30 oh. Formula One races no. uh, across the – not just across the U.S., that man. This is across <laughs> it's across the world. world. And this is a, it's the country that's going to have three Formula One races, Dad. With Vegas, yeah. Yeah. That would be a disaster. And I think the major teams would fight against that because the yeah. expense of going from – you know, adding seven more races to the calendar. They used to run 17, 19, then they moved up to 23. And to get to 30, to double the size of the series in five years would just be an inordinate amount of money. And uh, the racing, if they keep on with the cap and spending, the racing would just tumble off the edge uh, and it would not be worth watching anymore. I don't care how many uh, half-hour shows they put on Netflix, Amazon, wherever they want to put them. Uh, It just wouldn't be the same thing. There's something valuable about F1 to see the beautiful people around the world and the money and the venues and, you know, just to go places where nobody else goes. Uh, And you can't, you can't hold that appeal if you're racing every week. And that's okay. Yes. That specific topic came up again this week with Dale Jr. I think I don't know if he tweeted or if somebody quoted him on Twitter saying how NASCAR has no business anymore being in all over the place for what, 10 plus months. I can't remember exactly what he said, but it was along those exact same lines. And I responded saying, yes, that's what we've been saying on speed freaks. There's nothing. I mean, the NFL has 16, well, 17 weeks and boom, then they're done and people are dying for it. Leave people wanting more. Don't drown out your season with race after race after race, just because you think you're able to bring in more money that way. No, eventually people get tired. Come on. So you're telling me that uh, Statman and his Cleveland Guardians jersey that he pulled out recently, uh, that he should put it back in the closet because a stat man wants to see 162 games yeah. of three hour baseball. No, and base, baseball is the prime example. Let me <laughs> let me take a couple of minutes here. The worst the worst record in the history of baseball and the best record in the history of baseball is only about 40 games difference in between the two. So that means that 40 games is unnecessary. They could throw those away. They could cut this back to 125 games 
with no problem and nobody would miss them. Uh, so, but they would never do that uh, because they would miss the TV commercials. They would miss the gate receipts. They would miss the hot dogs, the beer, the merch. Um, they've got them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to cut you off there because gate receipts, merchandise receipts, and maybe it's because I'm in Phoenix and the Diamondbacks just don't do that. They just, <laughs> there's hardly anybody in that stadium. I, I just, what stadium does fill up? The Dodgers does make money on gate receipts. The uh, Dodgers, the Dodgers get fifty and fifty thousand of average attendance or more. They're you every know, the single Yan- game. Yes, the Yankees. Oh, yeah. The you know the teller. Te- Tell her, Kenny. I mean, the Dodgers at one. The, some years they'll get to fifty-four thousand, and the bloody and, Rangers get thirty thousand for cellar dwellers. Crasher, yeah. I don't. I don't it makes no damn All sense. Right. It All makes right. no damn sense. All right. You sell an I, extra yeah. fifty thousand hot dogs a, a game. That's that's yeah. that ain't bad. Huh. All right, Freak Nation. We got a break. Todd LaDuke, Monster Jam, Monster Truck badass from the famous LaDuke family, whether it's off road or monster trucks, these guys. And, and his brother Kyle in the not Formula E series. Yeah. Uh, no. Man. Not Formula E. He's in like yeah. a it's a, like a rally E right. series, isn't it? Exactly. But yeah, he's racing overseas. Yeah. Uh Todd LaDuke joins us next here in the Freak Nation. But first, how about your Statman Scat from uh Scat Mannery. Made me feel good when I read that Formula One drivers met for four hours Friday night. They were concerned about rebel actions in Saudi Arabia that blew up an oil depot near the racetrack in Jeddah. The rebels want attention as they fight for a voice in their government in Yemen where people are starving and dying during a stalemated civil war. Eventually, the drivers agreed to race when officials said the track would be safe. There are many who are frustrated because they believe there should be a place in the world that's free of politics, a place where we can ignore attacks on the free transfer of governmental power, a place where we can ignore children dying from starvation and missile attacks, a place where we can go hide and ignore things that are not comfortable. Even Formula One drivers came out of that closet the last two years over global arguments about racial diversity. In short, that closet shouldn't exist. Why? Because men, women, and children are abused, starved, and killed worldwide because they have audacity to want to be. Now, do we have the right to ignore them in the name of enjoying our own entertainment? I don't think so. Motorsports Radio, redefined. We've known this guy for quite a long time. Todd LaDuke joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com to find the right product to keep your ride on the road. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. 22 years of doing Speed Freaks here in the Freak Nation. And Todd LaDuke, back in the Freak Nation. Todd, we've been talking to you for damn near 20 of these 22 years. Um, and, and for good reason. Your old man, Kurt LaDuke, started this crazy-ass off-road thing, and now it's it's you, your brother, your sons. 
the Ladukes are kind of like the Andretti's of off-road, <laughs> except you don't have any Indy 500 wins, you bastard. I know, I know. My dad's dream was to have us get into NASCAR or circle track racing, but it just didn't quite work out for us. You know, I love that sensation of sliding and jumping and bouncing, you know, over over jumps and stuff like that. So I stuck with what was true to my heart and stuff like that. And that was off-road truck racing, desert racing, monster trucks. You know, it's just, it's always been in dirt and uh, even a little bit of sprint car stuff. So that's what I love doing. Well, hold on a second. Did he ever try talking about your dad? Did he ever try asphalt racing himself or he just loved racing and then wanted to push you guys in that direction? But then it was like, hey, we got to go where our heart is. Yeah, it was always just he never really forced racing on us at all. That was the biggest ah. thing that I want a lot of the fans out there to know is my dad was like, Todd, you know, when you're ready to do truck racing in any capacity, just tell me and I'll help you and stuff. And no, my dad never, ever did any roundy round racing, none of that stuff. And he just knew that that was where the money was, you know, and eventually that was the stepping stone, like Robbie Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, all these other drivers that came from, you know, uh, jerk track racing eventually evolved upward, you know, even Tony Stewart and a few others, you know, it's, it's just the, you know, the eventual dream is to go that high, but you know what, we never got that far. I got too old too quick. And uh, so now here we are doing off-road still. Todd LaDuke joining us here in the Freak Nation. If you're an off-road fan, you know the LaDuke name. If you're a monster truck fan, well, you also know the LaDuke name. And I need you to run me through this, man. Uh, again, we've known you for quite a while. All of a sudden, you're off the short course scene, and then you're in a freaking monster truck. Run me through it. How did that happen, Todd? Who made the call? You know what? Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a hard worker. I'm a hustler. I don't like to just do one sport. You know, I always have to – keep myself busy. And, and, and so if one motorsport dies off, I have another one to carry me. And uh, Kyle and I, my brother, we went to a monster truck show in Anaheim, California. And I looked at him and go, dude, this has got Todd the Duke written all over it. So uh, I, I called um, Feld Entertainment and uh, I was lucky enough to where they said, all right, come on out to Kill Devil Hills, North Carolina, where Gravedigger's from. And uh I tested for two days with uh, Nicole Johnson, another uh, rock racer, and uh, we both got hired. And um, after about three years, I won my first world championship in freestyle in a, a truck called Metal Militia. Won the freestyle world championship, and then I backed it up with a racing world championship. And then uh, Feld Entertainment said, Todd, we want you to work for us full time. And uh, I had a long talk with my dad. My dad was fighting me on it, saying, like, don't do it. Uh, off-road is in our blood. This is what we do. We should just stick to monster trucks part-time. But, you know, I have two younger boys now, you know, Cruz and Swayze that, uh, I have to think for them too. You know, I can't just think about myself. And, and so, uh, I went with Feld Entertainment and 12 years later, still driving monster trucks. This is just unbelievable. Todd LaDuke, I think it was you that told me that you wanted to drive in rallying at one time. My passion is rallying. And at the time, I think you told me that you said it was your passion as well. No, no. I've always loved uh, and a secret passion was World Rally. And, you know, racing short course, they're just a smaller scale of a pro four, you know, four wheel drive, sliding down narrow dirt roads and, and integrating short course and desert into into a rally deal and my brother and i for years would record every world rally race and just watch these guys and like sebastian Loeb. and now my brother's over in europe racing against sebastian Loeb in the electric e-series and it's just <laughs> wow. full circle it's just weird but yeah rally is is definitely one of my uh 
secret passions and stuff and eventually, you know, try to get into like the dirt chart, you know, the rally school up, up north and with stuff, stuff like that would be an absolute dream. But uh, no, rally is definitely something that I would like to do. And but we'll see what happens. If you had the same conversation with one of the people at the American Rally Association, I'm sure they'd find a way to get the Leduc name into one of their events. It's growing. Uh, they have some manufacturers that are dabbling in it right now. So uh, it's kind of becoming a big thing here in America once again. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping. You know, I'm, I'm friends with Travis Pastrana a few of the ambassadors on that side of it and stuff. And it would be really fun to eventually maybe rent a car or team up with another racing uh, team and try to try to go out and test and see what I see if I have what it takes to, to drive a rally car on those narrow dirt roads, you know, across the United States. And eventually maybe one day, you know, when I'm older and maybe the world, rally, we'll see. I'm going to tell you one more thing. I'm going to leap in here. There is a guy named Barry McKenna who won the championship uh, three, two years ago, I believe, uh, he's in based in New York, but he has a whole stable of cars for rent. I, I he told me just this morning that one of them had Todd LaDuke's name on it. He was waiting. Oh, for- dude. <laughs> well, tell him to call me. Tell him to call me, and I'll, I would be gladly glad to go out and test. <laughs> but hold on a second, Todd LaDuke. You did say that in monster trucks, you are full-time and you've been full-time for a long time. So what does that contract allow you to do? We ask NASCAR drivers this. We ask IndyCar drivers this. What else can you do legally that's that's allowed in your contract? Luckily for myself, uh, Monster Jam was cool with me doing side, side racing. So monster trucks comes first. So if there's a race on Memorial Day, for Monster Jam, that gets priority. If I have an open weekend, I'm allowed to do desert racing, short course, uh, whatever I feel like mm. I can do safely as an athlete to make sure that, you know, if I have a, sh- a monster truck show that next week that I'm there, 100% ready to go and healthy. So I am able to do whatever I want racing-wise. So I'm, I'm really, really, uh, really, really uh, honored to be Hold on. Uh, you, just, you, you just said safely. Look, in a monster <laughs> truck, I've seen you eight stories tall in a monster truck. Todd, that's not safe, Broham. He's got a five-point harness and a roll cage. Stop it. Yes, it is. Well, I, I will tell you that those Monster Jam trucks are super safe. And like I, I tell my wife all the time, or or even fans, you know, like you're right. You know, when you're flying 90 feet through the air, you know, uh, it's 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 uh you gotta be on your piece and cues and stuff. But until it hurts me, I'm gonna still do it. You know, the fans are are paying, you know, a lot of money to come out there and watch us drive. And, uh, you know, I'm honored to even be in that stable of, uh, you know, the drivers that are able to drive in monster trucks and in monster jam and uh, to be able to go out there and put on the best show I can for those fans and stuff. And it's just unbelievable. That platform is just absolutely insane right now. It's still growing in that sport. It just, it just keeps like evolving, evolving. And we still have more tricks that we're holding back on to where when these monster jam fans are getting bored, we're, we're, we're ready to give them some more. Stop it. Don't tease us with that. Hold on. So we've seen backflips. We've seen some wacky stuff. What in the world could you possibly be holding back with these monster vehicles? Trust me, I'm, I'm in my backyard with my boys driving my Losi truck, practicing and, and seeing what it looks like, you know, but it's a lot different when you have to deal with the, the amount of uh, rubber that those giant, you know, monster truck tires are putting onto the ground of breaking hinds and stuff like that. So we're learning the limits mechanically of the trucks. And, you know, uh, last year, 
you know, I tried to do a world record stunt for the highest backflip ever. And I tried to do two backflips in the air, two complete rotations and land it. And, you know, so that's where this sport's going is, you know, it's, it's just going up and up and up. And like I said, knock on wood, we've been all been very, very safe. These monster jam trucks are so safe and they're so much fun to drive that, you know, when you're out there, you definitely have to be smart and be very calculated. But until my body starts saying, Todd, that's enough, call it, <laughs> pass the torch on. Then uh, I'm hoping that, you know, that day doesn't come soon. But if it does, I've had a great career here and we'll see what happens here in the future. So how much does your body get beaten and banged around in there? Because you are in there tight, but the the mentality of a fan that might not know any different, they do think you're getting beat up inside that cockpit. But honestly, you're not. No, no, it's not too bad, actually. You know, uh, some of the giant airs, I, I like to go fast. So when I do a giant air, I want to be flying through the air at a high rate of speed. It, it seems like it, it makes the energy disperse across the floor. The ones that we call elevators, where you go straight up in the air and you fall out of the sky straight down, those ones hurt. You know, there's a lot of lot of force, you know, like, um, you know, we've had G meters in the trucks. We're hitting 16 Gs. What? On some of these hard hits. But with the restraints, uh, the way the seats are raked back, the seatbelt system that we have, we're, we're not really moving anymore. So, yeah, it's it's just pretty crazy to, to you know, watch these fans go like, did I just watch this truck fly <laughs> in the air, you know, 160 feet and land and keep going? It's just incredible what the sport's able to do and stuff. But, uh, no, I've had a couple of, like, sore elbows, you know, where my hand's falling off the steering wheel or – you know, under a hard hit, my, my, my hand will fly off, but that's just normal. Like in any off-road or uh, desert racing stuff, that's just normal. 16 G's. <laughs> that's pretty insane. How, that, that, I, and that's hard to believe, but that's what the meter said, huh? Yeah, that, you know, and we've been, we've been trying to work with Simpson race products too. Same thing. We're, we're under such violent hits in, that we're stretching and smushing a lot of the styrofoam and stuff inside of our helmets. Like nothing else, like, you know, in any other motorsport, we're constantly smashing and bouncing and moving and stuff. And uh, so we're working with a lot of these new companies trying to figure out how to make a, a helmet that's safe enough for us long term, which has been a great success. And we're hoping to take a lot of that technology and pass it on to other motorsports about off-road or Formula One or even drag racing. Off-road or, or Formula One, what about football? Because you guys are taking a constant yes. pounding. Football players are taking a constant pounding, and they still need massive help. Yeah, that's exactly what we're, we're hoping to pass this, you know, this knowledge and stuff on to on, on the other programs. So we'll see, dude. Like I said, when I get into a, a monster truck, I never, ever feel like my life is in jeopardy and stuff. And so I have full confidence in the in the truck and uh, in the equipment and the crew and just everything that uh, Monster Jam presents. It's pretty cool. Now, I can imagine, Todd LaDuke, I can imagine that there was a time when you were strictly an off-road and you would look at monster trucks and laugh and say, ah, those guys, that's a cartoon. They don't know what they're doing. And now you're out there doing it. I imagine that's changed your attitude about it quite a bit. Yeah, my my wife and uh, my dad were pretty much my two biggest like are you sure todd like monster trucks is kind of redneck you know and i'm like no it's not like that anymore it's 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 a, it's a sport that's evolving you know and it it really is you know and it, it frustrates me because i'm competitive i'm not gonna lie to you i'm the most competitive person out there with probably a few others and, I, and it aggravates me when people are like oh uh do they tell gravedigger to win or do they tell max d to win no 
when I go out there, I'm driving hard. If I get beat, I got beat, you know what I mean? And it's, you know, it's, I'm in that truck feeling that same adrenaline rush that I do get from like shore course or desert. It's the exact same thing. I'm feeling that same adrenaline, that same amount of pressure. And for years, you know, for six years straight, I was a monster energy athlete in monster trucks. Now I'm in a new ride with a uh, blue thunder and uh, it's just been a great fit because, you know, it's so great to hear kids go, I have that toy at home. And, and, and dads are sitting there going, that was my favorite truck when I was a kid. Now I'm passing it on to my kids and stuff. And uh, it's just really, really cool. It's a great fit for me. You know, it's uh, you know, a, a great sponsor, a, a great deal that I'm trying to keep going and stuff. And I'm trying to get Ford involved in it more because uh, I've been doing a lot of side hustle work with Ford working on the Ford Raptors. So is my father with the new full size Bronco. So it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that it'd be really cool to eventually get a Ford Bronco monster truck. Statman, uh, jet fighters pull eight to nine G's. And if he's correct, <laughs> 16 G's in a monster truck. That's pretty insane. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have to believe he said it. Yeah. They wear G monitors, yeah. Yeah, I choose, you know, I choose to believe him, but mm-hmm. that's that's on the edge of crashing like some of the IndyCar people that crash against the wall, you know? I mean, that's 16 Gs is pretty insane. There's a part two to that interview, and we'll get to that coming up next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios with Todd LaDuke, Monster Truck, Monster Jam, badass for the thousands of people every show night. That's more. That's coming up. More next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix. It works. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that will stand against whatever life brings your way. Whatever you drive, truck, car, or SUV, General Tire has long-lasting, all-season Ultimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain grabber ATX. General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, getting speed freaks where we've needed to be since 2001. Hey, I'm Kyle Busch. The biggest racing weekend ever at Worldwide Technology Raceway is coming June 3rd through the 5th. The party starts Thursday with the NASCAR Fan Fest and Hauler Parade at Ballpark Village. Cup practice and truck qualifying on Friday, cup qualifying and the Toyota 200 on Saturday, and it all wraps up on Sunday with the Enjoy Illinois 300. This is the first time in a lifetime to see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway. Go to WorldwideTechnologyRaceway.com to get your tickets now. Brought to you in part by the Illinois Office of Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. 
Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule, a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Freak Nation, our buds at General Tire want to give you 70 bucks back on a Visa prepaid card. How do you get it? Well, you buy four qualifying passenger tires from General Tire, up to 70 bucks back. Uh, we're not talking these high-performance bad boys you see in the Arca series. Passenger tires. You follow me? For more information, go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. And, of course, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, we continue on with part two of Todd LaDuke, Monster Jam, Monster Truck, badass, flying those Lucas Oil colors when he's in the off-road truck, desert off-road racing, short course racing, which, by the way, one of the big races coming up in September, the Cranden off-road races. It's just huge. Again, we continue on with Todd LaDuke here in the Freak Nation. And uh, Stat Man, you want the honors? The Freaks were very close with Feld at one time, and we went to several monster truck <laughs> events. The thing I loved about it were these little kids, these little boys, five or six years old, would be holding on to their dad's hand or their mom's hand and talking about this is so much fun. Now, I bet that somewhere in one of those signature, those uh, autograph sessions, that some kid has come up to Todd LaDuke and ask you a crazy question that you're going to share with us right now. <laughs> Gosh, uh, a little bit. It's just, it's very, very, uh, very unique situation we have. You know, not a lot of motorsports, especially where you get to walk up to the, the driver himself and ask him a question, take a picture, get a personal autograph. And uh, pit party is is definitely very, very fun and very, very cool. And I'm, I'm glad to see other racing series like um, – you know, where they have like pit row where it's open, where you get to meet the driver right before they get in the truck and, and just having open pit lanes and stuff like that. And uh, some of the craziest questions, number one is for sure is how do you get in the truck from little kids? That's the number one question I get quite often, um, you know, and uh, it's it's really cool just to answer questions and stuff and just to see, you know, a, a child come up to you and go like, do you remember me from last year? And sometimes even if you don't, it's just really cool to be like, Totally remember you. Yes. I'm glad you're here. Sure. Right now. And uh, it's just unbelievable. Some of them are total stat freaks. Like they are so smart. They'll be like, two years ago, you beat Adam Anderson in, in this race. And then you had the highest skills. I'm like, how do you remember that? You know, but 
when it's your life, it's really, really cool to hear some of the stats and, and just the fans that are in Monster Jam are so loyal and so insane that um, just just really, really cool. So no kid has ever asked you, do you have to go to the bathroom in your suit? No, never have gotten that oh, one. They, they, you know what I mean? Because a lot of them know they're smart. You know, they see us jump out of the trucks and, and spin around and get out of the trucks and make adjustments and then get back in the truck. So, no, actually, I haven't had that question yet, but that's funny. <laughs> make, a, make adjustments. Yeah, I bet you're making adjustments. <laughs> like this? Oh, and we're going there, aren't we? Crack my neck. Yeah, crack. There you go. Crack. I mean, we, go we go way back with Feld and, and Monster Trucks where we were broadcasting out front of the world finals back in the day in, in Las Vegas, that might've been 2003, 2004. And back when, when meets and, and all those guys were having at it. Does Tom meets, does he still wear those medium pants to where he just <laughs> dude was wearing the tightest freaking pants in the history of mankind. Has he loosened up those pants that he's wearing? Yes. yes. He's got a, he's got a stylist now. So he is for sure. Cooler and trendier now he's not wearing white new balance shoes yet. He's, he is getting old though. <laughs> But uh, no, Tom's still the man. I'll admit it. He he's a really really good driver. And uh, you know, uh, this uh, two years ago, our world championships in Orlando, I did a giant massive jump in and landed the truck and kept going. And guess what? The next truck that went behind me was Tom Mentz, and uh, he did the jump too. And uh, so you know, my hats off to those guys. You know, uh, they're they're the legends of our sport, man. Twelve time world champion. You know, I have two world championships. You know, so. I couldn't imagine, you know, and uh, I, I'm not going to make no excuses and stuff. He he earned them all. He got them all. And, uh, you know, I'm trying my best. I want to make a sport of my name in the sport, eventually a legendary name like like he is and stuff. So we'll see. I'm, uh, Tom's unbelievable, man. He's on my mm -hmm. tour this year and he's leading the championship. I'm in second mm -hmm. right now and Adam Anderson and Gravedares in third. So uh, it's a uh, it's a it's a good little battle and stuff. So, like I said, I'm I'm up near the top at the age, you know, that I'm at now at 43 years old, you know, there's a lot of drivers now that are coming into our sport that are 20, 21 years old, you know, and they're so talented and so good. So, you know, like I said, I'm just trying my best to stay up near the top and, um, you know, keep growing my, my uh, relationship with the fans and hopefully maybe part ways and maybe get into TV or commentary and we'll see what happens with my future. Mm. I heard that. Yep. I heard that. Drop that in there. Well, the, the <laughs> yeah, that was nice and nonchalant. It's like, okay, yeah. we know where your next chapter is now. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, the lineage of the LaDuke family, when you've got your yeah. old man's grandsons battling it out at Crandon, right, last year, and yeah. who knows what's going to be happening at Crandon this year, flying those Lucas Oil colors. I mean, that's a that's a big deal, bro, Ham, to, to be able to pass it on to your sons. No, it was a, it was an incredible opportunity last year. Uh, Canyon Air Filter stepped up. Uh, Lucas Oil, um, a, a family friends of ours, all pitched in, and I said, "Hey, everybody, I, I my dad's going to Crandon, which is our World Championships of Short Course. It's the biggest race that we have for Short Course. Like it is the race, hundred thousand people a day. That's that's the that's the race for Short Course and stuff. And my dad was going there to be the the Grand Marshal." So I Whoa. hit up my brother and said, Kyle, are you bringing Reed, your son, to the race? And he said, yes. I go, hey, I'm thinking about bringing Cruz, my son, to the race also. And I want dad to be there to watch you and I race. And then the two grandkids, the third generation of <laughs> dudes, to race at Cranon. And uh, we were lucky enough to make it happen, man. We drove all the way out there. And 
Cruz put in the time, man. He, you know, he drove in the RV with us all the way across from Phoenix, Arizona, all the way to Crandon, Wisconsin. Worked on the car, you know, and uh, Melissa, my wife, and, and Swayze, my other youngest, we were always like wiping the truck down. And, and uh, Cruz <laughs> went out for his very first race ever and was doing really, really well. And uh, my dad gave both of them pointers. You know, we stood in turn one and uh, he gave both the boys equal love. He said, you know, Reed, this is where you want to be right here. And Cruz, if you get a good start, you want to come in right here. So it was really cool to see my dad pass that knowledge on to uh you know, his grandkids and stuff. And it was really, really special. And uh, Cruz ended up rolling over in his race. And I told him, wave your hand if you want to keep going. And if you don't, unbuckle your seatbelts and climb out. And he, he waved and said, dad, I want to keep going. And that's where it was like such a proud moment as a dad. Of, <laughs> those are the moments. Yeah. of uh, <laughs> That's when kids either they fall and they go, you know what? I quit. Or, and when tough, you know, times get tough they push on and he pushed on. I was like, okay, nice. racing's in his blood and uh, let's, let's keep chasing this thing. And uh, we're, we're proud enough right now. We're, we're working hard right now currently to make sure that we have some funding mm-hmm. with everybody to have Cruz race again, which he already for sure does <laughs> with uh, myself. And we're going to go back and race. And maybe one day it'd be really cool to have him line up against me in the same class. Out is you know, having my son race against me and hopefully beat me. That'd be really cool. Yeah, we're seeing that in a lot of areas. Obviously, we've seen it with the Andretti's, but just recently we saw it in sports cars with Juan Montoya and his son. That is just, yeah, I, from the the feedback that I gather from PR people and from drivers themselves, there's nothing that compares to that. Well, you, you and your brother, the first time you raced against, against your dad, same yeah. thing. Yep, proud moment too, because you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're just, we have pictures of us just, holding their hand out the window, like so, so my dad ended up finishing like second or third and stuff. And those, those are the moments that, you know, hopefully I'll get to feel is seeing what you've loved to do your whole life to have your kids be able to be good at it also. And to pass that torch on is just, I don't know, it's gotta be a really cool feeling, but hopefully we'll see that here in the future with Cruz. And like I said, he's already nine. So he's, he's grown up quick, man. It's just unbelievable. Well, Todd, we know that monster truck drivers and off-road drivers have uh, life problems, too. We understand you're in the doghouse with your beautiful wife, Melissa. Do you oh, care yeah. to share with the Freak Nation why you're in the doghouse? Or you want to keep oh that quiet? Some, some, I guess some days I just get up and I'm real short and aggravating and stuff like that. And especially in racing, man, I don't know how she does it sometimes. Because, you know, like when you get into that race mode, kind of hard to explain you you try to focus out everything you just try to zone in on what you're doing and stuff and if it wasn't for her i'd probably leave her and the boys in the hotel room and take off to the track by myself you know it's just one of those things but she's good at pulling me back mm-hmm. and, and showing me that you know family's first no matter what and then racing and all the other stuff comes second and stuff and it's just been such a weird thing to admit you know because you know my whole life has always just revolved around racing 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 you know and now that we have a family and stuff and and everything's going good here that, you know, it, you eventually hit that point of your career of like, you know what, it is, you're all right. Family comes first. Let's get mm-hmm. the boys going and stuff like that and pass that torch on to them and give them the attention that they need, you know, and I want to win off the track and on the track too. Well, it seems like Cruz is going down that pathway, but what about your other son? Is he, does he show the same interest or does he have other interests? Oh my gosh. Cruz, my oldest is exactly like me. Super calculated. Okay. Um, is a risk taker. You know, he's already broken his arm. He's, he's, a, he's a wild man. And then Swayze, more like mom, klutzy, 
But we'll, we'll see. Clutchy! Oh, <laughs> I just gotta yell. He's listening. He's secretly listening. No, no, he's. I think he'll be good. I, I don't know. Like he picked up riding bicycles just as fast as Cruz. I Don't trip on the way out. Yes, yes, yes. Don't yes. trip on the way out. First of all, maybe it's adorable because of me, not that. Right. But you know, like, I'll give I you, love it. I love it. Maybe you learn how to ride the bike the exact same time as Cruz. So I, I think both of them have that natural ability. And uh, like I said, kids nowadays with the video games and everything else, YouTube, they're so quick and they're so smart, man. It's just incredible. <laughs> and potentially klutzy. Hey, uh, yeah. we're about to end this interview, but man, if you could leave that camera on when you go back in there with your wife, it's going to use it in my court case. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> Just, she is a mega follow though on social media yeah. because there are some funny things with those kids and it is awesome to follow you guys. Oh yeah. She has no filter. She's so fun. And she, you know, she'll show vulnerability and, and confidence and perfect. stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's right. a perfect balance. Dude. And she's hilarious, dude. Yeah. So if you follow me, you definitely got to follow Melissa. Yes. Yeah. Clean it up real good there, Todd. You're doing a good job. Partner. <laughs> I'm my best, okay? I have a fire extinguisher right here. I'm trying to put it out. <laughs> She's going to throw you up 10,000 feet. Screw 90 feet, man. She's going to throw you up and put you down, man. No, she's really good. She's really, like I said, dude, she never ever tells me to pull back. Or, and, you know, a lot of the shows, you know, she'll be constantly up to date on live, you know, and she'll be like, you know, Todd, let's go. Like, ride the lightning. That's always like our code of, like, let's go. Stop driving like a wuss and, and go out there and win. You know, I know you can win. Go out there and do it and stuff. So she's uh, she's a really good driving force behind me and stuff. And some of the days when I'm vulnerable or I, I feel like I'm frustrated or I don't have the confidence, she'll give it to me. And uh, I'll make sure I perform the best I can for her, for sure. Wow. Now, will we see you in Orlando for the uh, World Finals? Yes, that's my plan. Uh, I'm hoping – uh, if you win your tour championship, you're automatically you're automatically slated in. And uh, out of five years, I've won three stadium tour championships and gotten second twice. And uh, getting second is very frustrating, you know what I mean? To see somebody else holding that giant monster, you know, monster jam trophy, as you can see over here and stuff. It's just, mm -hmm. I don't know. It. I, I want this championship this year and it's been such an insane dogfight with, you know, Adam Anderson, like I said, and Gravedigger, super talented, super consistent. Tom Mentz, the driver of Max D, another just insane driver. And so they're, they, they don't buckle under pressure. You know, once in a while, new guys, I can get under their skin or I can uh, say something to, to aggravate them, provoke them. And then once I find that, I'll keep leaning on that that pressure point and stuff. But with these with those two, man, I just I can't. I can't figure it out. So uh the only way to figure that out is to beat them out on the track heads up. And uh they're they're both insanely popular drivers, super talented and stuff. And uh I'm focused on it, man. They're only you know, Tom Mentz, the Max D driver, is only 16 points ahead of me, and we have four rounds to go. So I just gotta, you know, I'm already doing the math, you know, and uh, next week we head up to Seattle and then we have uh, Indy. The, the Lucas Oil home show right there for me. Yep. And then uh, we go to Philly and then we end our championship in Denver, Colorado. So mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be a dogfight, man. So we're going to, we're going to keep applying that pressure. And uh, like I said, I thrive off that, that, that pressure of having to compete right now. You know, when that clock starts, it's, you got two minutes to perform 
to the best of your ability and stuff. And I love that sensation. So stepping away from short course full time, um, pretty much feeds my addiction of speed and, and, uh, technique and skill and luck is, uh, carried right over into uh, monster trucks. Well, just do me a favor. Keep mints out of those white new balance shoes and those stonewashed jeans. Okay. I promise I'll try my best. I'll, if I do, I'll make sure I take a picture and I'll tag you guys in it. Please. Uh, yes. We've uh, we've got proof on our end from like 15, 16 years ago, him wearing those things, brother. Heck yeah. No, no, it's just incredible. Oh, this is my youngest right here. Oh, hey, Swayze. Hi, Swayze. <laughs> I love it. This, this interview is t- completely going off the rails. No, yeah. it's not. This is perfect. Good. This is Good. our reality now. You, listen, you've known us long enough that, to, that we expect things like that. I, I was hoping that uh, Melissa would come here and start slapping you around. She did. She slapped the back of his head. Yeah, yeah we'll have to do like a, a dual one and then ask us questions. That would be funny. Oh, right. <laughs> Another episode. <laughs> Well, brother, uh, good luck to you, man. Thanks for doing this and flying those Lucas Oil colors when you're running that uh, short course short course, and uh, that desert racing, buddy. No problem, dude. It's It's been a while, and I'm, I'm glad to be on here. And uh, you guys are unbelievable, and you're funny. And uh, right. we live in the same town, so we'll have to meet up here soon and do something fun together out of our element. Bam. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. No problem. Thanks, you guys. And Freak Nation with his wife... <laughs> Reaching around the back of his head and slapping him <laughs> during that interview. You watched that. That on the same night mm-hmm. that Will Smith decided to punch Chris Rock or open hand slap. <laughs> Holy smokes. We got 40 seconds to get the hell out of here. But uh, nothing I think klutzy about any of that. <laughs> nothing klutzy about any of that. Uh, no, that was uh, that was his portrayal of Ali coming back right then. it's been a night as we were here doing speed freaks Woo! the oscars had a night yep that'll be the top it is right now like the all top 10 subjects and it will be all throughout the day Uh, tomorrow happy birthday to triple f i missed his birthday today happy birthday triple f and my lovely uh, sister-in-law bridget shoot the juice to the moose and stat man cut it loose let's just get the hell out of here okay (laughs) Motorsports Radio, redefined.